Good morning. Hi, this is Olivia and it's a beautiful, beautiful, clear skied, blue, blue skied Friday. We haven't had blue skies. I think this is only the second day in quite a while that we actually do have blue skies. So if your day is amazing and if your day is blessed and you realize it and you can see it, I hope it will even become better. And I do hope, if so far the day didn't feel too good, I hope that it will improve and that you will still find that little glimmer of hope to continue to go on to face the day. Because look, it does take courage to face the day. It does take energy and attention to face the day because we treat it like oh just another day you know but just think about everything that you had to overcome during the day you got out of bed that's something to celebrate even though you felt that there's no reason for you to get out of bed you did. You overcome, you overcame something. That's big because there are some people who are so unhappy and so depressed that they cannot even get out of bed. So pat yourself on the back because you got out of bed this morning. You went to work. Even though it's a job that you absolutely hated. And there are so many reasons for you not to want to go. And there are so many people you don't like. And there are so many reasons that you can find to be miserable about your job. But you still went. You showed up. You arrived. You are there. That counts for something. You managed on the road as you were driving you know it's unpredictable there are some people who are just born difficult and it shows in their driving maybe someone cut you off maybe someone swore at you maybe someone was just rude to you for no reason but you kept your cool or maybe you retaliate i don't know but you moved past that's something else that you overcame today. You got your children ready if you have children who are still going to school. You got your children ready. You prepared the food for them. You took them, you, you, you put them in the car. You all managed to got to get to the car in time, right? In time. And you managed to drop them off at school on time. Do you know how huge that is just to get the children from the house into the car, arrive at school and get them out of the car again and still stay sane? And everyone is still alive because you didn't kill them in the process. Do you know how huge that is? Pat yourself on the back for that. There are so many things Little things that we overcome every single day and we don't realize it.
Because we are waiting for the huge flashing sign. We are waiting for the fireworks and the big announcement to say, well done, you've done it. If your boss doesn't do it, if your partner doesn't do it, if your friends don't do it, then you do it for yourself. You do it for yourself. Tell yourself, today I did one thing that I thought I couldn't do, but you did it anyhow. You know, it re every day requires courage. And we don't realize how much courage we have until you are in a corner with your back against the wall. You are born a courageous human being. Because look at this. Look at it this way. When something is important to you, you will do whatever it takes to make it happen. That's why it is so important to know and find, and if you haven't found it, to seek what is true for you. Not the next person, for you. You know why you struggle to finish things? Why you, you, you do things and you, you start and you don't finish? You know why you don't have the energy to do certain things and you know it must be done because it's not true for you. Think about the time when you really wanted something. What happened? You went after it. Whether it was a guy or a woman, whether it was that pair of shoes that you wanted, whether it was something that someone told you you will never achieve. You went after it and you succeeded. Your success lies in finding what is true for you. And to find what is true for you, you have to recondition your mind. Have you heard that word? You know how it irritates me when people throw big words around and you have no idea what they are saying. But to recondition your mind, it's just a fancy way of saying that you must start thinking differently. You must start looking at things differently. You must look at life with different eyes. That's all it means. Nothing fancy. And don't be bogged down by fancy words and buzzwords. There was a few years ago, the buzzword was validation. And this guy was on the Oprah show with his wife. And she had a problem with him. And he asked her, tell me, what is it that I need to do to make you happy? Because clearly I can see that you are not. So talk to me. And she said, because you don't validate me. And he said, but what does it mean? What does that mean? 
And she just said, she don't validate me because she herself didn't know the meaning of the word. Don't be sucked in by fancy buzzwords that are going around or something you've read in a book and then you want to apply that to your own life. All she could have said to him was, you don't see me. You don't value my feelings. You don't value my dreams. Instead of throwing around big words, keep it as simple as you can. If you want to get your message across, and that's another way of knowing when you have discovered what is true to you, you can articulate yourself. You can express yourself. You have the ability to bring the message across because you can do it in simple ways and in simple terms. Because truth from the heart, it doesn't need clever words. It doesn't need fancy words. It just needs simplicity. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. I have a very simple rule in life, no pun intended. If it cannot be explained to me, then I don't do it. If you come to me or you want me to do something to you, for you, and you cannot explain to me what it is that you want me to do, then I, my rule is that I can't help you. It's as simple as that. Because the danger of using words, too many words and too many fancy terms, it causes confusion. And when you are confused, you don't know what is expected. And you don't know what to do. And you can't find a solution. How, how many times at work do you get an instruction? And you are five in the meeting or 10 people in the meeting, and none of you knows what is expected. And everyone is sitting there feeling like a fool because no one is sure on what to do and how to do it and what is expected. And no one has the guts to say, um, excuse me, but what do you want from us? Just to be clear, you know, it's a simple thing, but no, the reason why we stay confused, it's because we don't have the guts to say, I don't know. I don't know what the heck is going on and what you are talking about. You must have the guts to say that, whether it's in your relationship at home, with your children or at work, because you know confusion. Confusion is Nikki, first of all, when you are confused, you feel like a stupid person. Because when you look around you, everyone else who is confused, they are hiding their confusion. They all sit there looking so clever and in control. And you think you're the only one who don't understand. Isn't it? And you are so scared to ask for clarity. You know? Rather look like a fool 
than stay being the than staying being the fool. Because if you don't ask the question, you'll be the fool for as long as you don't know the answer. Ask, ask. And here's another thing I picked up through the years. Those who really know, who really know what they are talking about, they are eager to simplify it for you. They are eager to explain it to you. They get excited when you question them and when you challenge them. And they are confident in the, in the knowledge that they have. And they are the first ones to say, ah, I don't know. That one I need to find out. Now you've asked me something I didn't know. And you can see the excitement in them. You can see how their brains get wired up. You can just see how they are anticipating finding the, the answer to the question you have just asked. But the idiots, the dum-dums, the insecure ones, the stupid ones, I will call them the stupid ones because they are the first ones to make you feel like an idiot when you ask a simple question. And if you don't have the confidence, they will tear you down and tear you apart until you have so little confidence that you never want to ask a question again. Can you see how they make their stupidity and their ignorant yours if you don't watch out? If you need to ask, you ask. If, uh, if 99 people make you feel like an idiot because you asked a question, you move on to the 100th person. But someone must answer your question. We, we are so quick to want to look clever, to want to look intelligent. And yet when we open our mouths, it becomes very clear what big idiots we are. Because you want to sound clever, but you don't want to allow anyone to question you. How can you learn? How can you learn if you don't allow yourself to be challenged? It's impossible for anyone, anyone to know everything. It's impossible. Years ago, I worked at a company. I didn't know anything, nothing, zero results. I constantly felt like the village idiots all the time, every day. Even when I wasn't at work, I still felt like an idiot because I took my feelings of insecurity and inadequacy. I took it from work, I put it in my bag and I took it home with me. I became that insecurity. It didn't just stop at work. It went all the way into my personal life. And you know what happens when you feel insecure and inadequate? You become defensive, you become angry, you become rude because you need to cover up your feelings of stupidity. You need to cover up your feelings of inadequacy because I didn't want everyone to know how absolutely stupid I was. So I needed to hide that. Until, until I met, two things happened that stayed with me until this day. The first one 
I was standing on the roof of an electrical locomotive and I was with a German or a French engineer, I can't remember which one. And we were standing on the roof and he needed to fix something. And as we stood looking at it, remember at that stage, I felt like the village idiot. And here I was on the roof of this locomotive with this international expert. And we looked at this thing and he asked me, the village idiot, he didn't know me. And he asked me, what do you think we should do? He said, he looked at the problem, he said, I have no idea how to fix this. How do you think we should approach this? I looked at this man, this expert, who came from France or Germany, which I can't still remember. And he asked me, the village idiot, for a solution to a problem. You know what I've learned in that moment? The more you know, the more you want to know. And people who are confident in what they are doing, they are not afraid to say when they don't know. I don't even know the man's name. I didn't know his name. But he taught me such a valuable lesson without even trying. From that day onwards, he opened my eyes to something that to me was great and wonderful. Because here was a man who not only was confident enough to say, I don't know, but he also put trust in me to have the answer. Of course, I didn't know what to do, but you know how that boosted my confidence? And when I told him, I'm also lost, I don't know, then it's like, let's sit down and discuss this. And we sat on the roof and we discussed the problem. You know what that did to my confidence, right? The second incident that changed my mindset was my insecure, and it was, I was insecure. I felt like the village idiot. I allowed the narrative of all these other negative people, I made it my own. The second incident, there was this guy I was working with and this man knew the inside of that locomotive, all the wiring from front to bottom, from back to front. He could tell me, and let me explain to you just how, what the inside of an electrical locomotive look like. You, do you see, if you look at the size of your thumb, the nail of your thumb, they are the spanners that you use, it's smaller than the size, the, the size of the nail of your thumb. There are so many contacts that you need to tighten with this little spanner. And if one of those contacts are not 
properly tightened, you are in trouble. It can take you a long time to find the fault because we are talking here of, of wires upon wires upon wires upon wires. We are talking about so many circuits. So the, the, the schematic book, the book where the diagram is for the circuits, it's more than one book and it's so thick. And that man knew every circuit by heart. He knew where each contact went. He knew what to tighten, where to loosen, what to test. He knew it by heart. And of course, I was blown away by this. And I asked him, I said, how the hell do you know so much? And he said something that stayed with me for the rest of my life. He said, if you do something, the same thing, day after day after day, you are bound to become an expert. And he said, no, I'm not an expert. I, I'm just, I've just been doing this long enough. He said, in fact, I would be an idiot if I couldn't do this by now. You see, and he told me because I was still new. I didn't know what I was doing. I had no confidence. And that conversation changed my outlook. And I asked him, I just fired away with the questions, fired. And for the first time, I heard the magic words. Since I started working there, I heard the magic words. Ask me anything you want. That's not a question you hear in workplaces. It's not because people are so afraid of being exposed in the ignorance that they don't want you to ask questions. So the next time you come across someone and you ask them a question and they are rude, they are defensive, and here's the best one. This is the secret weapon. They make you feel like an idiot. You become they treat you like you are the dumb person for not knowing the answer to that question. They make you feel as if you are the dumb person for having the audacity to ask such a stupid question. You know what is at the heart of it? You're not dumb. You're not stupid. They are. And at the heart of it is their insecurity because you are a threat to them. They feel threatened by anyone who might, who might possibly expose their ignorance. And what they don't understand, there is nothing wrong with not knowing. And that is what I've learned from these two men. We were not friends. We just happened to spend a few minutes in one's case, a few hours together. But they planted seeds that up until today, it stayed with me. So the truth about many insecure, angry, bitter, defensive people, the truth is that they are so afraid of not looking good. They are so afraid of being loved. That's why they must make you look like the fool. 
because they are so scared of being the fool. And you know what is so interesting about life? What I've discovered after that is you will be the fool because of how people will look at you, but you will only be the fool for a few minutes. And look, it doesn't matter what people say about you. It doesn't matter what they think about you. It's their opinion. There's nothing you can do about it. You just keep on asking your questions. You know how many classes you will sit in. You know how many things you will come across that you don't understand and that you don't know. And you must ask. Even if you are the only person who doesn't understand, you put up your hand and you ask. And the answer to your question or the response to the question will reveal the kind of person you are dealing with. It's never about you. It's about them. So don't make it about you. So your truth must always be or your aim must always be to seek the truth. You must constantly ask yourself, what is really happening here? Hmm? Because it's easy to jump to conclusions. And we must learn to question people. It doesn't matter who they are. Because we have the tendency when it's important, when it's an important person, oh wow, to clap, clap, hands, cheer, because that person is so clever, he knows everything, and you cannot question him, not that person. And if someone that we regard as nothing comes up with the same solution, the same suggestion, the same idea, oh, you know what, that person doesn't know anything because, no, it's it's not someone important. Uh, what do I, oh, you know what, it's just my brother. Oh, it's just my sister. Oh, no, it's just that one. Mm. But the next day, if that person gets a position or status, oh, my gosh, then suddenly it's the most important person in the whole world. And suddenly they are so clever. You know what the secret of success is? The people who are truly, truly successful are the ones who pay attention to ideas. It doesn't matter where it comes from. It's the ones who pay attention to suggestions. The companies that thrive the most. The companies where innovation it's taking place regularly. Are the companies where you can go to the boss or the head of the department and say, I have this suggestion and they pay attention. They pay attention and you don't have to go through all the channels of, you know, it's, it's, it's you, then it's your supervisor, then it's their manager, then it's their manager's managers and uh, no. Because that just kills you. But it's the companies where you can, they have an open door policy. And not open door policy on paper. But a true open door policy where you can go to the head of your department and say, I have this idea. Those companies, they thrive. They thrive. So we must all learn to pay attention, to listen 
when someone says, that's why with our children, that's why we fail so many times. Because when they have a suggestion, we're like, shut up, I'm talking. Hmm. Your child might have the solution to the answer you are looking for. Because they are fresh, they have fresh eyes. They have a different perspective. So if you shut them up the whole time, what are you teaching your child? And what are you covering up inside of you? How insecure are you that you cannot even listen to your child when they make a suggestion? What does that say about you? It means if you do it to your child, you, you do it to other people as well. Because what we do to one person, we do to everyone else, only in different degrees. The truth is not always easy to face. And today, looking back, I can easily blame all those people who convinced me that I was an idiot. But you know what? I lacked the confidence. I lacked the ability to look past that and to look at myself. I allowed other people to take my power because I let them. So now looking back, I can't blame anyone because I felt like a fool. Have you ever come across people where everyone is going on around them? Where, and especially a bully, where someone is shouting at them and screaming, and they just stood there and they say, after the, the person has calmed down, you say, they say, uh, you still haven't answered my question. We must become like those people. It's tough. It's hard and it requires courage. Let's find our courage because here's the thing. The truth requires courage. You think it's easy to stand up for what is right? You think it is easy to voice what is right? It's not. You need courage. You need confidence. You need a backbone. That's why so many men, oh my gosh, their spines have gone and taken a walk and they still haven't come back home. So that's why there are so many men who are spineless because as women, we are incredibly strong. And if you are a man married to the wrong woman, she will crush you. You don't stand a chance because you let the courage from the beginning Go and find your spine, go and find your backbone, and go and find what is true for you. And a miserable woman, what is true for you? Why are you miserable? Why are you vindictive? Why are you unhappy? Because you wanted the man. Now you have him. So why are you not happy? Because you lied to yourself. You thought, once I get married, I will be happier. Once I get that house, I will be happier. Once I have a child, I will be happier. No, your misery will stay with you. Your unhappiness will stay with you. It doesn't matter what you get, what you buy, where you go, who you are married to. Two, your misery will stay with you 
for as long as you don't face your truth. And what brings us to a space of unhappiness and torture? It is pain that we have carried with us for a long time. And in order to get to the truth, you have to go through the pain. And oh my gosh, that, that is a whole different ballgame. You will collapse. You will be angry. You will feel shattered. You will, you will, you will want to retaliate. It will be brutal. Absolutely brutal. You have to face it. You have to face it. But you will survive. You will survive. And once you've moved through the pain, it's an awful journey, but it's a worthwhile journey. Don't be fooled into anyone who offers you a quick fix. There is no quick fix. Don't be fooled into anyone who will tell you that it's easy. It's not easy. You have to be prepared to face it head on. And you would want to stop. You will reach moments where you say, I can't. I can't do this. I cannot do this. You can and you will. And you must because you have to. You want to be truly free. If you want to fully live, you have to face the truth. The truth of who you are, what you have become, what the pain is doing to you, what is causing the pain. Why did you hold on to the pain? Those are the truths you have to dig and dig. And just when you think, I can't anymore, they surely can't get worse. It does. It does. You will cry for days. You will cry in the morning. You will cry in the afternoon. You will cry at night. You will cry when you fall asleep. Cry when you wake up the next morning. But it's a journey you have to take. And once you have worked through the pain, don't think that it will go away. It never does. But you have found a way to deal with it, to recognize it, to make it better, to get hold of it. You have found the way to see the triggers, to become aware of, this is pain talking now. Let me see why I'm feeling this way instead of wanting to cover it up and cover it up the whole time. Once the pain and the pus and the dirt is exposed, don't let it back in. Because it's very easy to want to go back to how things used to be. Because how things used to be, it was safe. It was your identity. It was who you thought you were. But you are not the miserable person. You are not that unhappy person. You are not angry, ashamed, filled with guilt. 
You are not the person for whom no good thing ever happens. That's not you. You are the beautiful soul. You are the empowered person. You are free. You are healed. You are complete. That is who you are. You are powerful. Oh my gosh, how powerful you are. Right now, you can create anything you put your mind to. All these years, you have put your mind only to what is wrong and what is bad. What will happen if you start putting your mind to what is good, what is wonderful, what is beautiful, and what is empowering? But it will take digging. It will take a lot of pain. It will take a lot out of you. And remember, you have been carrying this with you for years. It's not going to go away within a few days. It's a, the journey only starts once you discover the truth. And that only you can decide. It's your journey. It's your path. It's your happiness, your peace, your joy, your compassion, your patience. It's your life. No one else. It's your life. And you deserve everything that is good, beautiful, powerful. You deserve it. You are unique, exceptional, amazing, awesome. You are alive in this moment because you have a purpose. If you haven't discovered it or if you haven't paid attention to it, your purpose is still waiting on you. Pain. Pain and fear can hold us back from so many beautiful things. So many. Let this be the day that as you try to discover and uncover what is true for you. Let this be the day that you start truly living as you seek the truth to unlock the key to your heart, to your happiness, your prosperity, and your abundance. I thank you. I am Olivia. Have a wonderful, wonderful Friday and have a great weekend. We'll speak again on Monday.